Somebody give me a damn mic because you're not tuning into the Potty House podcast. I'm your host, James Muse, and I want to start this off by saying thank you to everyone who watches that videos, to everyone who shows it to their family and friends. Not family. Don't show me to your family. Please don't show me to your family. That would be so weird. Um, and pretty much just supports Potty House podcast. Uh, we hit 200 streams. I got monetized. Uh, and, you know, big things are happening for the Potty House podcast. We didn't have an episode Friday. And so I think I want to come to you and talk to you guys about something that's truly important to me. Um... And it's cartoons, okay? I love cartoons. And I was watching it much of the time, and that's when I truly understood just how much I love cartoons. Because Much of Time is one of those shows that you go back to rewatch even years later because you miss something. You know, and I think that's so beautiful in a show. And shows miss that. So if you don't know Much of Time, let me start it off. It's a show about a boy named Finn and his dog named Jake, or his brother named Jake. And they go and they fight the heroes in this, this beautiful world called Ooh. It's a post-apocalyptic world um after the candy war and i think it's called it's called a candy war and our heroes run around beating up the big bads of you know and having fun while at like all doing it and at first the show starts off as an episodic you know formulaic show of just beat up the bad guy get the prince i don't even get the princess because princess bubblegum does not mess with him um which is very important in the tech world to the to overall um evolution of finn as a character but be the bad guy, save the day, celebrate, you know, eat in the middle, maybe a good little song, and I don't really, it's amazing. But Adventure Time was one of those shows that could have been marketed towards kids and could have faltered because of it, you know, because we see it like shows like Ladybug and Cat Noir, where the show starts off great and it has potential to be amazing and then they say we're gonna market it towards kids and then they lose that serious aspect and lose the rewatchability and resort to, to fart jokes and, and slapstick and five second jokes because they don't trust the audience to remember a setup 10 minutes before um and so we lose that but i just didn't do that right because we see through adventure time as finn starts to go through real human emotion and real human situations that he, he loses that heroic community that heroes usually have you know which is why heroes like batman and and spider-man to me are so important because they're not like superman or at least superman you know in certain adaptations where you're just perfect i think heroes that are great are heroes that have human problems because it doesn't matter how strong you get it doesn't matter how fast you are it doesn't matter you know what power you have you're never going to escape your human side and i think you know that's something that's very important when it comes to shows like this um you see that side of teen titans the original teen titans and it's shown in adventure time as well because finn you know at first he lived very lackadaisical he didn't care about anything because all he knew all that mattered to him was being a hero um and then he got his heart broken by princess bubblegum and after that, when that happened, after that moment, it was truly changed the entire scope of Ooh. It started to flesh out Ooh. It started to flesh out our characters. It started to make them, you know, humans who make mistakes. And I think Finn's, one of Finn's biggest mistakes after getting his heart broken was when he did the Flame Princess. Because Sin and Flame Princess had a relationship that most people on the internet would say is goals. You know, they have so many edits and everyone loved Flame Princess and Finn. Because it was truly something healthy for Finn, the human. To, to to chase after and try to better himself for because it was something that he could get it was an obtainable goal that he got and all he had to do was, was keep it but then he got selfish and greedy um an episode where he was having you know it was heavily implied to be wet dreams about her acting on fits of rage 
which you know we see it in current media now where it's like oh my god mommy step on me mommy i let her rip my organs out and tie her around my neck and i'd still be thinking her type thing and she was doing it to ice king and he enjoyed that and so he used her to get what he wanted and at the time you gotta remember finn was still a child he was still mentally a child because who had not slapped him in the face and the world had not slapped him in the face with the idea of being mature and what that means because that was his first relationship his first real relationship to where both people were involved and he had to actually work for it and so at first he started off getting playing princess and ice king to fight by using little jokes like oh my god your feet stink like you're ugly you know you suck stuff like that and once he realized that it wasn't enough for him he started to increase what he was doing. He started to push forward and push more into where he was taking things that were extremely personal to Flame Princess and using them against her. And when you, when you have someone you love, you don't do that. But Finn had never known what it meant to love someone in a romantic way that was healthy and that, that took both people into account. Because when he loved Princess Bubblegum, it truly was a situation of he seen her as above him. You know, it was more like a worshiping thing. If you if you truly ask me, I don't know, because I don't think that it was a oh, we're on the same level, same playing field. Like no, Prince Bubblegum was the top to him. It was the top, well, pause, the top of the, the top of the hierarchy, top of the pedestal, and he had to get it, so he worshipped her, and it wasn't the same as we had Prime Princess, and they were on an equal playing field. But Finn truly hurt her feelings. Crazy. And at the time, once again, he was a kid, so he didn't understand why. And at the end of the episode, where she finds out that he did it, she expresses to him that that he messed up, and he says sorry. And I think at the time, I was like, that's such a. I was like, at the time, I didn't understand it. I was like, okay, you know, let's move on. But he said, I, he said, I'm sorry. I said I was sorry, and she still walks away. And I think that was the first sign that things would change mentally and emotionally for Finn the human, because when you're a child and you do something bad. Usually, you know, you're told to say sorry, you know, and you move on. But as we grow up, we realize that sorry is not the end-all be-all. Sorry does not fix what you've done. Sorry does not take away the pain. And I think that when, when we get older and we realize that sorry doesn't fix the pain, I mean, it expresses that you do feel bad. And sometimes you don't even feel bad. You just think you're supposed to say sorry. But it doesn't necessarily erase what you've done. And I think that that idea... That Finn the human had the experience. I keep on Finn the human, I like that. But yeah, the experience was the first sign of emotional maturity, right? Then we go into we go into Finn after that, and I'm so happy that this breakup had long-lasting effects. So it didn't just okay, yeah, they broke up, and we're never gonna see Finn protest again, and it's never gonna affect Finn again. He just moves on, and it really truly hit him after after the breakup. He was going around kissing every single princess, trying to trying to feel happy again, which is a an analogy for when people break up and it chase after meaningless sex and meaningless relationships and meaningless hookups to try to fill that void that their partner left it was it was it was deep stuff and you know as a, as the series progressed this boy whose only idea was to be the best hero he could be turned into a to a man who questioned what it meant to be a hero you know what, what does it mean to 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 put your life on the line every single day and to do this this heroic thing you know what i mean and it was so beautiful to see it transpire over this the series of the show and i think what's even more beautiful about the show itself is that it truly does show us at young at a young age the beauty of life because there's an episode where finn is he's offered a world and a universe where everything he ever experienced is gone the loneliness the love the loss 
the depression, the happiness, all that stuff is lost, you know, and he, he, he could restart. And, he, you know, he, he chooses to stay in the life that he has because at that point in his life, and at that point as a character, he realized what life truly is. Life is unpredictable. It's filled with ups and downs and love and loss. And to lose those things, to lose what makes life so meaningful would have a life that isn't worth living. And so I think that a show about a hero who is human is so beautiful. And so that's why I kept emphasizing Finn the human because we have heroes like the Hawk and I guess he's still human, but you know, stories about heroes that aren't necessarily just human. Finn is a human. He gets knocked down and it hurts and he has to find a way to get back up. Finn goes through loss and he goes through love and that impacts the way he, he deals with things. When he lost his arm, he wasn't just ready to go back on a, on a come up and ready just to go up and fight the good fight again. No, he lost his arm and he shut down like a human would. And it's such a beautiful, a beautiful thing to see in that kid show where they respect the audience enough to try to show those things. You know, I think that's why I love Adventure Time so much. And that's just Finn himself, you know. And I think that the show truly does an amazing job at showing Finn and his emotional maturity. But there's also another character in the show that they use in such a beautiful way to, to truly show how much they they love the show. This show gets so much love. Um, and I'm talking about Ice King. Because initially, Ice King was the number one, was a big bad, you know. Not necessarily a big bad because he wasn't necessarily doing much because he would always lose. He would lose every time he tried to do something. And he started off as this goofy loser villain. And he turned into a fan favorite because his story was so well-versed and so beautiful. It's told a story of, of you know, I'm going to say Alzheimer's. I think that's, a, that's the best way of saying it. Um, because if you don't know his story, him and Marceline, the vampire queen, they, uh, they go back thousands of years. And he had a crown. And this crown, he used it to protect her. But every time he used it, he lost a part of himself. And Ice King's story told, it, it showed the story of losing yourself to protect others, to protect those you love, and giving it all for one person. And when we seen this, we started to feel empathy for the Ice King. And that he wasn't just a weird guy who kidnaps princesses, but he was a man who lost everything in the effort to save Marceline. He lost everything in the effort to protect Betty. And, and, and it was such a beautiful thing to see that they weren't shying away from the fact that bad things happen and i think that's what makes a show so beautiful because there's so many shows where you know for our parents being one of them where something horrible can happen timmy can wish that the entire town gets flooded in lava and and we see characters go under the lava and and, and you know presumably die but at the end of the episode he wishes everything goes back to normal and everything goes back to normal and the next episode everyone acts like nothing happened and it and it's just you know yeah it works for the show but like it doesn't truly sink in the fact that bad things happen and at better time when we have ice king who had to you know take a little girl through the world and and raise her and protect her and we truly seen that sometimes the uh, the the hardships the world throw on you change you and make you into a worse person maybe not even by this not, not even by your own choice but just by design nature versus nurture type thing you know i think it was such a beautiful story to tell and then you've seen that the only thing Ice King wanted was love. I think at the uh, when he's when he's in his Ice King form, and he's in his, it's during the show in the current timeline. All he wants is love. He doesn't know how to get that, and so he kidnaps princesses and try to make them love him. But you can never make someone love you. Um, and Marceline's the only character that you know without being told to showed Ice King that love and patience 
that you know people need people who go through these things need and he's he's truly a uh, example of you know people going through uh, people experiencing Alzheimer's and dealing with you know a loved one who doesn't necessarily remember why they're a loved one. You know, Ice King did so much for Marceline that to mention him as someone to be loved, and he doesn't remember any of it. And it's hard for Marceline to look at him and not see the same Simon that she grew up with. And this is an idea that you know as we grow older and our grandparents get older and people we love get older, it's a scary idea. That one day they may not remember why we love them or may not remember who we are. It's scary, you know? And I mentioned something that's such an amazing job that I feel like, you know, if it were to happen, I'd have somewhat of a of a of a way to, to look at it and, and deal with it. And so I just think that, you know, it feels like a much time such an amazing job at, at showing the, the trueness of the world. And examples that that we never thought we would see. Like a guy who, who has ice powers, I never thought I would learn about how to deal with someone with Alzheimer's and how that feels and how that puts you through life or puts you through the world, you know. Uh, yeah, I just love it time so much. And that just brings me to like where I'm at right now, where I'm watching new TV shows and they're just not hitting the same. And maybe it's because I'm I'm older and I don't have the nostalgia aspect that I do when I watch shows like Metro Time, Amazing World of Gumball, Avatar. But like, you know, you take a show like Avatar and you explore the idea. I mean, you can explore just two characters like Zuko and and Azula, the psychology of both of those people who grew up under the same parents but got treated differently. Zuko, who got pushed to be the, the, a killer and, and it wasn't in his nature, it wasn't in who he was. And how being exiled and that scar on his face, you know, everything about Zuko and how it creates him as a character and pushes him to where he is at the end of the show. That, 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 that difference, I don't know if I'm explaining it right, but, you know, that in comparison to Azula, who was always the top performer and always was held in high regards in her family. And it was always held to a perfect standard. And when she doesn't get that, she goes crazy. You know, it's just, it's the little things in TV shows where they respect the audience or respect the people who are watching that make it last and make it feel so much better. Because now shows just don't respect their, their audience. They don't think that we're smart enough to, to, to handle a joke that gets set up two minutes ago and then gets fully let out in the third minute. You know, it doesn't respect us enough to take an idea and take a theme that is very real in the world. You know, Static Shock, Titans, original Titans, they dealt with racism. Um, and, you know, as, as a kid, you don't truly understand racism and you don't understand why people act the way they act. But you get an idea of, of, of what it is from these shows. So, like, in Titans, you had the, I forgot the, I forgot what they called her. But it was racist against Starfire. And at the end, she says, it doesn't matter what people who don't like you think, you know, because I never get to know you. It matters what people who do get to know you think. And as long as you're, you're good to them, that's all that matters. And when you grow up with messages like that, and you grow up learning, you know, that you are important and loved and stuff like that. And, and it shows you and, and you get themes and stuff from TV in adjustable ways. It's so important and integral to the to the to the advancement of children, you know, um, because now kids examples are on TikTok. And we see the most craziest things that keep people attention span of people like of I feel like lighting couches on fire throw them inside of water to keep the kids attention span. You know, it doesn't create and it doesn't create a world of of lessons and 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 values and virtues that cartoons would at at one point did have. Um and maybe I sound like I'm like, you know, putting down the younger generations and younger people, but I actually I'm, I'm not. I don't necessarily think that they're stupid i just think that the stuff that's getting put out 
isn't necessarily the best for them in terms of growing up um for example there's no reason why my little sister you know she's like seven it's talking about catch me outside you know when that when that happened and she was getting introduced to that you know it was just it was interesting to me because at that time i was watching little bear and i was late for school because i was watching little bear now they're late to school watching tiktok dances you know um and it's just it just shows just how how much the world has changed in just a couple years and i feel like i'm rambling right now so i'm gonna let you guys go but you know i just think that the the, the cartoon world and cartoons themselves used to be so amazing it used to teach lessons and help us grow as children and give us an escape from the world that let us you know that taught us the hardships of the world in a way that we could digest and understand and then just pile it onto us like the real world would do and now that special idea is missing that 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 the thing that keeps cartoons special and keeps us young at heart is missing um and kids are forced to grow up with ideas and, and examples that aren't necessarily the best for them which i guess i can't really control that but you know you win some you lose some um hope you guys enjoyed this you know i had fun talking about cartoons and i, I truly want to watch another cartoon and and like truly give you a real de deep dive right now i just went off the dome of like what i watched last night and i didn't do that well of a job but you know next episode i'll talk about cartoons i got y'all i think next time i'll talk about steven universe um because i got a lot to say about that show but this has been fun it's your host james muse use my podcast podcast hope you have a great day hope you enjoyed and bye-bye.